0: Jura's in line, probably badgering TSA right now, trying to get out to Denver and uh, hang out with some friends and do the show from the slopes tomorrow through Thursday. So, uh, bon voyage to Jordana. Uh, she'll be back on the air with us Tuesday. DJ is back from his West Coast adventure. Man, uh, we are all in motion right now, right? As it usually is in February, because we want to get the heck out of here for for a little bit, right? Anywhere at this point. We talk about the dog days of summer. I don't know what you call it in the winter. Hibernation days? The doldrums? But it's Valentine's Day, the day we celebrate our one true love, and, and I hope... You found your one true love. Dr. Lori Watson always has great information and perspective. She is a fully licensed psychotherapist. She's a real therapist, unlike me. And you can find her podcast, Foreplay Radio, with both sex and relational topics. Dr. Watson joins us today. Hey,
2: Lori. Hey, happy Valentine's Day.
0: Happy Valentine's Day to you. Did Have you had a good day so far?
2: Oh, yeah. This is a sex therapist. High holy holiday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: We we do lots of outreach in the community. I've already delivered four hundred bottles of wine. Whoa! It, I'm sort of like Santa on Valentine's Day.
0: Is is this for medicinal purposes? All this wine, or what? I mean,
2: exactly. A- this is lubrication purposes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, um,
0: the topic today: three things that make your partner feel loved. Actually, this was DJ's uh, idea—the softer side of DJ. He said, "Why don't we? Oh. What are three things for men? Three things for women?" And I guess my first question: Should they be different for men and women? Those top three mm-hmm. things, or is it universal?
2: I I think that's a great way to think about it. Okay. So, so I, you know, the first thing that I hear from couples so often is that maybe they've asked their partner to do something or to prioritize something. And certainly uh, for women, I often hear the, you know, I've asked him 500 times to do X. And somehow or another, he never gets around to it. <laughs> so my no. thinking is, the first thing that a husband needs to do or a male partner needs to do today is the thing that they've been asked to do over and over. It it will break their love open, I promise you.
0: So don't procrastinate. Actually execute on... Don't ignore the uh, requests, as we tend to do. Exactly. Okay.
2: And I think for women... They're, they really need to prioritize sex. So many women, you know, they're busy, they're tired, and they hear their male partner ask over and over for attention to the sexual relationship, mm-hmm. not just necessarily doing it, but make it a priority. So, yes, I think women need to prioritize this.
0: Is spontaneity better than uh, putting something on your calendar? I I would think it would be, but just asking for a friend.
2: (laughs) I think that if a woman put it on her calendar and didn't tell her male partner, it would feel very spontaneous. But she would get the time she needs, the prep she needs, maybe a rest in the afternoon or a little bit of time to herself, and then... Would be ready to go, and he would not know that it was not spontaneous, and would feel very loved.
0: Okay, all right. Writing this down. Um, so, what what's next uh, on on the list of top three things?
2: Okay, so I want people to respond to each other. It's this is such a minor, tiny little thing, and a way that your partner can feel more secure. So if you come down to coffee at breakfast and you look out the window and you say, oh, look at the cardinals are at the bird feeder. You want your partner to look up from the computer and look at the birds and say, oh, yeah, there's two of them. Look, there's a third one off on the branch. Believe it or not, that's love because we care about what our partner cares about, even tiny little things. Hmm. So I would say first to the men, do not be distracted by your computer or by your phone.
0: Right. Put the phone down. Okay.
2: And I'm, I think I'm with for you. women, especially when we are young mothers, you you got to be responsive to your partner above and beyond the children. I think this is so hurtful to men when they say, you know what, my wife would drop anything to help the kids or to run an errand for them or whatever, but my needs somehow or another come second. So I, I think for women, especially for mothers, again, it's just responding to that part that says, you know, I... Um, care about you, and I care about the needs that you have, and I'm going to respond. And, and you know, as a sex therapist, and it's Valentine's Day, so I'm all about sex, but maybe saying, you know, especially if you're not in the mood, being responsive sexually doesn't mean having sex every time your partner wants to have sex, but it does mean being responsive about the sexual relationship. So, like, you know, if you're not in the mood, you say, honey, I love that you are just wanting to be connected in intimacy, but I'm bone tired tonight. I will be yours in the morning. And you say it with a smile and with gladness in your face, and that's response. And that keeps the sexual attachment cycle strong.
0: Hmm. Okay. Kind of. Boot, you know, booting it down the road a little bit, but I, yeah, I I, I I get that. That that makes sense to me. Hey, number three, I I have to take issue with. I love the fact that you teed up. Uh, <laughs> never criticize, really. Yeah. Really.
2: Yep. If wow. you could do one thing in your life for your partner and your children, it's never ever criticize. Period. Wow. And and I know it's such a big uh, thing to think about, but there's so many ways to say what you feel and what you need that are not criticism. So rather than, you know, Paul, you you never pick up your socks. It's like, honey, I want you to put your socks in the laundry, please. That's not not criticism. Or how about, uh, you know, you're never interested in sex. Say, you know, it would be the world to me if you initiated once a week. And Mm. making that request positive, practical, and measurable helps your partner have more success in pleasing you.
0: So more of a pro tip than a criticism. You're just floating ideas, but it's all in the delivery, right?
2: It's all in the delivery. It doesn't mean you can't have needs or you can't be unhappy with the way things are. But how you communicate that changes the climate of your relationship.
0: Okay. Hey, I have to ask Lori because that's our question <laughs> today on our voicemail line, 612-208-2399. Obviously, you love your husband. You have an amazing marriage. Uh I But do. what is the... What is the least attractive quality about about your hubby?
2: You know, this has been since the very beginning, Paul. <laughs> oh. When I was dating, my husband had hair on the back of his neck that he never shaved. And even my girlfriends would say, you know, don't you think that's really bad? And I said, well, it's probably something that I can... Get him to shave, or I'll shave the back of his neck myself once. For when my he's hair.
0: sleeping. <laughs> <laughs>
2: when you're sleeping, yeah. and the other day, you know he's looking a little woolly, and I said, "Oh, honey, <laughs> got to get in the shower so that I can shave that neck."
0: <laughs> oh my! Okay. Well, if that's if that's the worst thing, you're you're doing okay. That that you can fix, right? I mean, that's yeah.
2: <laughs> Many oh, things are fixable, but yes. he's a he's a great guy.
0: How long have you been? What married?
2: did you say yours was? What was your the worst thing about your wife? She
0: can be overly emotional and ah. not think things through logically. Um, you know, kind of a knee-jerk emotional reaction, and then she'll she'll kind of circle back and and usually cool off and say, "Yeah," after giving this some thought, X, Y, and Z, but. And I'm stubborn, and so you know we we make a great couple, (laughs) but we've made it work, and I give thanks. Anger
2: is a a hammer, right? If you feel like you need to ramp up the emotions to get through to your partner who might be a little stubborn, (laughs) it makes some sense.
0: Hey, I married the right girl. When I consider the women I could have been married to and luckily did not get married to and that's why they call it dating right you 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 have mm-hmm. to figure it out and hopefully you find the right one um but um dr watson laurie thank you so much always appreciate these segments and uh your patients are in good hands and check out foreplay radio wherever you uh get your podcast laurie thank you happy valentine's thank day thank
2: you happy valentine's day
0: you hang in there <laughs> Oh, boy. So uh, when we come back, does your spouse have any negative qualities? What's your least attractive quality when it comes to your spouse? And again, I I know we could be doing this differently. I could be asking you, what do you love about your spouse? Uh, I I think it's more interesting for me and for listeners to find out what you least like about your spouse and the fact that you're with them anyway.